Coming to you from the DTC. This is Ocean Drives with Jeffrey Herbert. It's sad, but I'd rather sleep in a car bed. Graham Briggs. What am I supposed to say? Stop making fun of my notes? And Alex Ball. Power wagon. <laughs> this makes me laugh. And now your host, Jeffrey Herbert. Hey, gearheads. Welcome to another episode of OCN Drives. I'm Jeff Herbert, and I'm with... And I'm Graham Briggs. And Alex Ball. And of course, Josh, who is uh, here with us today. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by OurCommunityNow.com, where you can find more on our thoughts on cars, culture, what's hot in the community, and more. So if you are curious to what's going on in Colorado... Um, wait... Do we have a sponsor? No, he just wants us to read something. I, thought oh. he, I almost destroyed it because I thought that's what he wanted me to do. <laughs> but he, just, he just wants you to read that. We it have to. It feels read. like you also could have just said in the mic, hey, could you read that piece of paper and instead of walking in here pointing at I it? Know. And I was not knowing what's Josh happening. Josh is getting so hostile yeah, lately. It's really hostile. Do we have to report him to HR for a hostile work environment? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, if you like what you hear, with us, be sure to subscribe to our channel, ring the bell to get notified of our latest videos. You have the option to be notified for occasional videos or all of them. So make sure you ring it so that you see all of them. If you're on your phone, make sure you go into your settings and switch on notifications. So mm, Nice. We want those, hey, those alerts to pop up. We just made Josh happy. Yeah, we did. For once. I mean, that's, that's impressive for us. Ooh, know, right? we can even do another thing. Let's just talk to our listeners about uh, going on to Instagram and following us on. Oh Ocean yeah, Drives. yeah, yeah. While you're at it, if you're on, if you're sitting on the toilet right now, go on yeah. to Instagram and find us on OCN Drives yeah. for special behind the scenes uh, footage and photos and um, and questions and like new cars that we like and all things car related. Yeah, Fun and stuff. you can just let us know what you honestly think about us. Because Ooh, I don't, I don't want to know that. Tell me, tell me lies. I, I kind of like it when people are honest. Is that? I like it when people lie to me. Is that called masochism? Yeah, maybe. Know, when people are honest. But let's uh, let's get these. Oh open. yeah, let's get cracking. We what should open there? together because we have the same. Let's same do beer. it together. Excellent. One of our soundproof squares on the wall is down. No. All right. mm. Makes sense. So that's why we're moving out of this building. It's true. We are getting a new studio. Yeah. So mm. don't go falling in love with our uh, our studio we got here. Our it's going to be bigger and better. Is it weird Come that on. this is the first time I've noticed that glass pin business network? <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time you noticed that? Yeah, never noticed it. It's acrylic, I think, too. Yeah. So on this episode of OCN Drives, <laughs> Alex is awake for the first time. Yeah. I got woke. Which is great. That's what that's what the kids call it. I'm woke now. Yeah. You're the, the kids. kids. Yeah. You're the youngest out of the, all of us. The youths, you jackass. The youths <laughs> out there, they say I'm woke now. Exactly. Well, anywho, guys, uh, today's podcast is going to be an interesting experiment. Uh, that's because we're just going to kind of riff on cars and see where the road takes us. I mean, that sounds like what we do every podcast. It's generally <laughs> what we do. <laughs> But, but we normally have at like, least a guideline, yeah. and now Typ we have zero guidelines. Yeah, typically we have a theme. None of us had time to come up with a theme, so we're free-balling it. Free-balling. The rails yeah. are off. Yeah. It's like Sunday afternoon. We've taken our underwear you... off, and they're, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's, they're just dangling wait, wait, wait. in the wind. They didn't pay for that part. That's true. Anyway, it's kind of like those Sunday afternoons when you, uh, you don't have anything better to do. So you hop in your GLA Mercedes, and you just head west and or on to your your motorcycle and you just head west and see where the road takes you mm -hmm. so what do you guys think about uh, just seeing where the road takes us okay that's cool i know alex is itching to talk about something I've i can got, see I've it got, in his he, eyes you can also just see and it on my screen <laughs> i'm gonna bet that it's ford related yeah. oh god yeah, listen it's not my fault they just make the best cars right now. oh my oh my all right back it up okay anyways we could argue about that later but so Ford has announced that we'll finally see the Bronco at the Detroit the, the Detroit Auto Show this year, which is in uh, June, June. I think. Yeah, so June. a couple months away, um, and kind of everyone's getting really excited. They're kind of more renderings have been coming out, and it's you know pretty much confirmed that doors are coming off, and roof, roof is, is coming, coming off, off which is sweet. 
And there's two versions. There's going to be two mm-hmm. versions of the Bronco, and it's essentially going to be uh, a two door and a and a four door. So excellent. I like the sound of that. Everything we've just said. If you just took Ford out of it, you'd be like, yeah, the Wrangler. But it's like, nope, it's a Ford. And from, yeah, from the spy photos that uh, we can see here, it does appear to have a nice uh, boxy shape. Yeah, which I like. This is the Ford Wrangler. They have one hundred percent positioned this as the Ford Wrangler. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it compares. Like if it's going to be more. I don't. I don't even feel like Wranglers feel like SUVs. They they ride totally different than like than like sitting in like like just like a Ford Explorer. Like the Explorer, which is the same size. They're both called SUVs, but like. I, they do not feel the same at all. Like they feel completely opposite vehicles. So it's it'll be interesting to see if this rides more like an on-road SUV or if they're going to go. Maybe that's just the difference. It's on-road versus right. off-road. Or if it's going to be they're actually going to go after Wrangler and be like this. We're going to rip this off-road. I hope it ab- drives yeah. like absolute garbage on the <laughs> yeah, road. If I, I'm being completely honest, because. <laughs> That, that's one of the what? reasons why I like the Wrangler. Yeah. Why I like I mean, the, the Tacoma because they feel like trucks. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how this one rides. Do um, you know if they are building it off of a platform? Yeah, the Ranger. Platform? It's okay. the it's the Ranger platform. Okay. So it'll have it'll have the uh, what is it the two point four liter EcoBoost three liter yeah EcoBoost Turbo. Uh, there are also rumors that there might be a Bronco Raptor. Which, what? Yeah, which people are pretty stoked about too. A Bronco Raptor. <laughs> yeah, maybe not named a Bronco Raptor, but it's like it'll get the Raptor treatment, uh, which would be really sweet. Are they just gonna shove a V8 in it? No, it would be a V6. <sighs> Speaking of, did that's, you what, guys... that's what the Raptor is in like, Australia. Although the new did... one actually has a V8. V8. That's yeah, what did I'm you saying. read about the Sick. Australian yeah. Ranger Raptor yeah. with the V8? Yeah, yeah. Oh. which is would be which is that. V8 in this mid-sized truck is what makes me really, 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 really excited for uh, Ram bringing out a truck again. Yes. A mid-sized truck. Because they have a his, they the, the Dakotas had V8s. Yeah, they did. And it's like, they would be out of their minds not to put a V8 in, in, in this market. Because it's like, it would just sell like crazy. People want V8s. It would be a godsend. Yeah. Make America V8 again. Yeah. That's put the I Hellcat say. engine in it. Oh. And yes. it'll just be... Uh, just it'll kill everyone who owns the it. Hellcat, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there's no weight on the back, there's so if it's rear-wheel drive concern. Hellcat yeah. truck, <laughs> you're just gonna die in that. It's gonna be worse than a 911. Oh yeah, so uh, Josh, we just sent Josh a picture of this this spy photo. Oh uh, yeah, so the, so the yeah, they're, they're, you've seen people have seen spy photos of the baby Bronco and the big Bronco. People are calling it yeah. the baby Bronco. Yeah. So it's two door and four door. Yeah. This, but this shows. I mean, this one shows that it does have a cover, and it looks like that is going off. And this shows that it has mm-hmm. four doors. Yeah, it has an independent back cover. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then they're just disguising. Yeah, it. they're just disguising it. Yep. They actually Ford has gone so far with a lot of their new vehicles that they're. Uh, essentially putting skirts mm-hmm. on them so you can't see the suspension anymore. Um, it's like totally blocked off. I've never because it's like they just don't want people to know. Like people have seen the new Fords, yeah, spied on, and they all have the skirts on it because they don't want them. My question to know. is this: Why don't they just have like build an interior or in like a, in a building in a warehouse and do all this stuff inside of a warehouse? Because so no the, can spy they on specifically. It. It's it would be too expensive, and they and they need to they road test all of these. The reason people find these, it's not like they're in the middle of nowhere. Oh no, no, I Sometimes know. Sometimes they're just driving this down, you know, downtown Manhattan. Right. Yeah. No. It's like, yeah, yeah, they have to. Yeah. You gotta they they gotta try them on every single mm-hmm. road condition, and there's no financial way to do that unless like all. Of, I mean, really, realistically, all of them should just come together and build a course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, not even though. But I don't think it would be affordable for a single company to build every I mean, they single. Have, they have all those wind tunnels. I just yeah. can't. I just with technology nowadays, I just can't imagine. And, oh, and honestly, Graham, a lot of them do yeah. have some. And they probably they, do the yeah, starting. Uh, most of them, there. all of the manufacturers that have some type of sports car in their line, all have a track somewhere. Yep. All of them that do off-roading, I know, have an off-road track somewhere because um, you see spied pictures of that. And, they, and they've a lot of them have even been caught, especially recently with like the Bronco coming out and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Ford's been caught. I think GM, uh, GMC's been caught with Wranglers on their off-road 
course because mm. they're like terrible. reverse yeah, engineering. They're reverse engineering them. Mm. Yeah, so they've they've been caught with wranglers on their courses. Yeah, they all do that. It's not illegal. I mean, it's not like we say it's them getting caught. It's like it's just a normal thing. And I guess but, and I guess for the spy photos too, it's like kind of like it builds buzz too. Yeah. I guess that's a yeah, that's, that it's a little about. mystique. Ford also... Yeah, I think not the whole thing. You want to just like yeah. get little pieces and then you want... I mean, these, really, it's like... You want us to We're building at, this. That's yeah, like the yeah. biggest thing with the spy car to me is that like we're building this, people. Yeah. Like, this isn't like some nonsense we're talking about. Right, and it gives us a chance to speculate on what they're going to do and then they're going to hear all the... Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Which is why we shouldn't give then, Ford any free and then, advertising. And then we've talked about it before, <laughs> but we actually have... Did you just say the F word? Technically, <laughs> we've seen a Bronco uh, because they entered one into the Baja 1000. Right. It was mm-hmm. obviously a pretty cut-up Bronco, but it is it was the body, and it had a lot of the components from the Bronco. So that's the closest we've seen to a you know, production Bronco, minus the fact that it was not even remotely close to what a production Bronco. Back to my question two weeks ago. Can we get it in white? Can you, I, (laughs) oh my God. Oh, I, I believe those are renderings. Yeah. Everything's renderings right now. I think those are renderings. If they do, then it's from the Baja 1000. But I'm excited. I'm super stoked. I'm not going to buy it, but, I'm gonna drive one though. Yeah, I absolutely. might buy one. I don't know. Well, I'm kind cool. of I'm kind of Ooh. looking for a four by four. Yeah. Now that you guys are turning me on to overlanding a little bit more, and I'm yeah. getting pretty close to paying off the Miata. I would. I, I mean, if I was toy. in a situation where it was Ranger or Bronco, even not seeing the Bronco, but you're going Bronco. I, hearing about what's gonna it's gonna be. There's no way I'm ever buying a Ranger. Okay. How about Ranger Raptor versus Bronco? Oh, Ranger Raptor. Uh, it's probably the Ranger. If it was the V8, 100%. Oh, if it's the obviously. V6 yeah. that it's been for a long time, yeah. that would be a close one. But, yeah. Just because it doesn't have enough oomph yeah. for you? Definitely. So, actually, I have something to admit to you guys. Ooh, I don't know yeah. if I've Here ever told you this before. <laughs> Josh just, <laughs> well, I do talk about knobs quite a bit, and <laughs> I'm very fond of them. However, um,. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. I uh, just, yeah, exactly. I just don't drive on that side of the car, Josh. Hate to disappoint we're you. A, we're a left-hand For now. side of the <laughs> drive. I don't even know what that means. It feels like we're going to offend someone yeah, very yeah, quickly. Yeah. We probably just offended all of the Australians in the office because yeah. they do drive on the other side they of the car. They drive on the other side of the it's car. It's true. Which I did. But, uh, jumping in there, Australian vehicles, I love Utes, but all the other vehicles are just insane. Okay. Insane? Insane. Okay. Like, I yeah. thought you were going to say bad. I was about to no. be like, boy. Yeah. Jeff and I have been there's talking. Good and I was bad. about to say, mate. There's, there's, Jeff, there's good and bad parts. Jeff and yeah. I have been talking about how Jeff wants to get a Land Cruiser now. Oh, I want an Australian and how, one. Yeah, Ooh, how yeah. sick would it be to get an, an actually Australian one? Because then you'd have to drive it right-hand drive, yeah. which would be even That's sicker. All, all. Just manual awesome. right-hand drive. You could you could yourself go stop all the wildfires in Australia. Brutal. Shifting with your left hand would be weird. Oh, yeah. You know. No, you're wrong, Josh. The pedals are exactly the same. Same. They, they are, are the same. I do have experience. But your actually, is in. Yeah, the shifter. The shift pattern is still the same. So first is still all the way over to the left and oh, up. Sh- I didn't know the shift pattern is the same. Too. The shift pattern is the same, that. and I the d- pedals are the same. Yes. Yeah, I thought they reversed nope. all of it. No. I knew the, I knew the pedals weren't different, but I, I didn't realize that first is all the way on the yeah, other side. Yeah, it's on the other side. That's nope. weird. So it is an interesting experience. I do have experience driving in Australia a yeah. manual car at that, and I have to say, while it takes some getting used to, one of the weirdest things about driving on that side of the car. Is, um, You're not on the center line. Well, I mean, not only just the general orientation. Or that I you guess have, you would be on there. Yeah, because the, you're driving yeah. on the opposite side. The thing that the thing that trips me up is um, in the states, I'm so used to like looking up and to the right to look into my rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. When you're driving on a, the right side of the car, you have to look up and to the left. Yeah, that, uh, and that's And so weird. it's like weird. And then you're coming to um, intersections, and you have to look right before you look left. Isn't Instead there something of, about like when you look right, you'll be all right, man. Yeah. 
if you're looking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're looking up into the left, is that like you're thinking and trying to recall something, and looking up into the right is like you're, you're thinking lying. and you're trying to lie yeah. and think about yeah. a lie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of it's it's either reverse of that or any, but hmm. that's different. Yeah, because you're looking up anyway, into the anyway, left. Anyway, well, maybe anyways. I'm just more comfortable lying to myself than <laughs> all right, I am. Being. All right, okay. right Jeff, okay. you were gonna say something. But anyway, yeah. you guys, rambled on. Uh, I was going to admit something to you earlier um this kind of goes back to when we were talking about the spy photos of the bronco but i actually used to drive um high security vehicles aka clandestine pre-production skirted uh vehicles no way yeah i I actually did know this about you oh well then yeah you told me also i did as well (laughs) okay well then fine just ruin the show you two (laughs) oh my god if you want to be a host on ocn drives go to our community oh my god oh my god i'm shocked about this explain oh my gosh i'm so surprised yeah well um Fine. I don't even. Is want it for to tell Roush? You Were you doing it for Roush? Yes, I don't even want to tell you. I don't even want to tell you guys about it. Tell the goddamn story anymore. There's there's no story to be told, except for the fact that these cars are tested in the wild because um, the companies that are contracted to do the durability testing and provide feedback to the manufacturer put upwards of a hundred thousand miles on them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Uh, and it doesn't get any better than using the real world for that. Yeah. No. Um, you know, there's varying temperatures. Uh, the air quality differs yeah, from time elevation. to time. Elevations, yeah. road surface. They run. They run 23 hours a day. So there's a there's a set of morning drivers who drive on a secret predetermined route, and then there's a set of uh, like evening drivers that drive all night. And then the cars, uh, unless they need service, oil change, or repair, they really don't. Being a nighttime driver would they don't really suck. Go oh, yeah. I would hate that. <laughs> that would be the worst job. That was my shift. I was on the oh, night yeah. shift. So we drive suck. from like 5 p.m. to 4 a.m. I'm not allowed to tell you where, but just know those cars are out there crawling around. I'm going to find them. No, you can see them from time to time in Colorado. I'm going to. Just, just uh, don't harass the drivers like you harassed me. Ah, oh, well, okay. Well, they didn't pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. It is you very dangerous. You have to pull, dangerous. fill out reports. To... Like after your drive, you have to fill out. Like, yeah, the, there's there's a lot of paperwork yeah. involved. Did you talk a lot about uh, knobs and other things? Uh, unfortunately, I did not talk about knobs as much as I should have. Jeff was. That's why I'm on pre, the show you now. You were probably pre uh, pre knob when you were doing this. Uh, no, it was only uh, I think just last year actually oh, around really? this time. Yeah, I was doing it um, in addition to this job. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that is. I used to work two jobs to. Yeah, to spend it on cars and nice. To supply my habit. I'm gonna have to get another job to supply habit. my habit. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh I'm just gosh. never going to be here. I'm, I'm quitting when I get the power wagon. <laughs> 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 follow follow Alex's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Whatever he decides to name it. We were coming up with some ideas. <laughs> One of them was going to be Free Ballin'. <laughs> free Ballin'. His last name is Ball. Yeah. B-A-H-L. Oh, you're, you're creating your own. You're going, you're going rogue on us? No. Oh, okay. Not yet. That's He's what you said adding. no, and I said yes. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yes. Perfect. <laughs> when but, it comes to uh, the wagon, yeah. But that's we'll see when the wagon happens. We'll see when the wagon happens. Graham, if you could buy another car right now, if you could trade in your Mercedes mm-hmm. GLA. This mm-hmm. is the easiest question ever. He's just going to see the C8. That's my dream. Which is the answer he, he, for all three of us. I know. But <laughs> yeah. he can't get one right now. Yeah. True. Let's say his car was tragically totaled okay. in a... Well, he wasn't in it. He was just the car was out in the parking lot, and um, a piano fell onto it. Right. What is the vehicle you're buying? What are you doing with that uh, insurance money? Does he? Does he? Oh, it has to be. He has to be able to afford it, right? As opposed to just know. any car. Just... Yeah, it's just me. I so. mean, <laughs> if you're a host at OCN Drives, let's face it, you can pretty much afford anything. Yeah, you that's want, how that so. works, right? Yeah. Except mm, for Josh, we didn't. I don't know. I, this is this is a good question. I well, let's just start narrowing it down. Would well, you stay crossover size, or would you want sports car? I might go. I think I'm going sports car, or I'm yes. going, or I'm going just because yeah, you have the truck too. So or I'm just going hair bigger. You're, well, I'm selling that, so oh, okay. So or I'm going a hair bigger. So 
on the SUV side. So do that AMG we had. That was a nice one. Ooh, that is. It was too boring. I'd rather have the Alpha. That's what I'm saying. Like the Alpha is pretty nice. But I also Alvio Quadrifoglio baby. I also wouldn't want the Alpha as my daily driver. That's like a second car. It doesn't feel like a daily driver. Are you kidding me? It wasn't. The Alpha is totally a daily driver. The inside of it was not nice at all. Like it just no, wasn't. Okay. It, it, oh, okay. I've sat. I've saw. I've sat in, yeah. in, in the Hondas that are nicer on the edge. Just because the seats were firm and not built for Sasquatch. True. That was one of my issues. Yeah. yeah. Seats, it's not built for you, and yeah. I agree 100%. But even like that, it see. was just so sparse on the inside compared to the AMG. So, the AMG was so much nicer. Yeah, there's so much stuff in there. there I it, get it. The, it's the, a difference. Yeah. I like the min- minimalistic vibe that I get from it. I mean, I, I would take the AMG... For everything that it is, except the, the engine. engine, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the engine, only thing that the was engine great, is still great. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part yeah. of the AMG. Yeah. Well, I think some of the no, technology actually, is pretty I, nice. I actually I think like the in, in the, the case dash, of that AMG we had, I think the engine might have been the worst part of it. But it was still, which is we keep saying that car was basically perfect. Yeah. But like, if you look at everything that it was, the engine was kind of the worst part because it was just kind of like boring. Like it was exciting, but it was like. We're like it's it was, too polite. It was so polite. Mm-hmm. It was a proper like gentleman. I think and that then, would and be and that Alfa Romeo is like your daughter's boyfriend who plays in a garage band. <laughs> like it's the worst. <laughs> it's just like you, no, okay. It's just it's just chaos. It's just chaos, and it's great. I think I would go a little bit smaller than that. I would think I'd go to GLB. A new GLB. Okay, you could get the you could get the bounce mode, the forty five with yeah, the bounce yeah, mode. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. It's pretty slick. It's it's pretty nice. Um, the Alpha that you, we drove in. I, I mean, really if you're willing, to, if you're willing to spend the money on like the same money on like that uh, that AMG we had, that's the same price as a uh, twenty nineteen. Uh, 63 wagon i know and that's the other for thing. like with that's, like five thousand miles on it that's my thing because they don't hold the their value one. at all you yeah. could just if you could if you're gonna spend 70 to ninety thousand dollars you could just get the wagon well see that's right over the price. yeah it's, it's like expensive. mine is like right now is 60 to 70 is where yeah I, if, if my car you'd have to wheel and deal for one but yeah you know what i'd say just take the money use yeah. it as a down payment on like a 911 or a Cayman or something. The entire thing on the down payment. <laughs> yeah, just the entire Here's thing. Here's my just 90, down payment. Down no, payment. we were looking. We no, were, for his GLA. Yeah, we were looking. We were looking uh, the other day at a. Was it a 911 GT2? Oh yeah. RS, and uh, the down payment on it was ninety thousand dollars. It was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you for a Cayenne. I mean, we're kind of Cayenne oh. haters. Yeah. But like, if you, they don't hold their value at all. So no. getting like a Cayenne Turbo for that is totally possible. But, yeah. Like a relatively oh, like new a, one. A, too. Yeah. Like a used, yeah. just slightly used. Like if you got like a 2018 Cayenne Turbo, like that's like 600 horsepower. Tur- I would, that would be yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, even like getting a Macon with a Turbo S in, yeah. in it, the, the highest level that they can go, mm-hmm. that has a pretty nice engine in it. You guys. But, it's like I don't even know you anymore, talking about all these fast SUVs. I mean, really, Graham, what you should do is just go get a GT350, because that would be way <laughs> under your budget, yeah. and it would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, you'd be just as happy at that. Well, this is all a hypothetical. Yeah. Yes. So, Graham, I say I you go Porsche, I, if, or you go, like, C63. Mm, C63 yeah. because be you got to keep the cars alive. Screw this fast SUV BS. SUVs yeah. should not be going fast, although they can and do it pretty well. So do I go it's Alpha? Like, do I go Alpha Romeo? You could Julia, Julia Quadrifoglio. Yeah. C Bello. You could see. You could have the ultimate street cred and go out into the world and find a manual CTSV wagon. Because <laughs> that would be sweet. The problem is, is they actually are about the same price. Yeah, like they say. stopped making them in 2014. Yep. So a 2014 one with like light miles on it, like under 10, is more expensive than the <sighs> no. AMG. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're so sick. <laughs> that would be really. It's cool. The only manual hot wagon on the planet. Yeah. All right. So now we already know. Dirty. We already know what you would buy, right? Yeah. Away. If I crash my truck, I'm going to give me the power wagon. Yeah. What period. would you, what would you get me? Yeah. If I wrecked the Miata and got an insurance claim. Yeah. Oh man. That's a tough one. Well, I'm definitely, uh, definitely going car, but, okay. uh, I'm going to bring it up again. It's hard to say no to that three fifty. Like, 
God, they're nice. It's true. I do they're like so me, nice. I do like me a GT three fifty, especially <sighs> with the flat plane crank. Yeah. That's just oh my god, it's beautiful. But, that would be nice. Um, I would actually, you know, I don't know, Graham. I might actually try and use that as a down payment on like a, a used C sixty three AMG, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe do an exhaust system on that. Mm-hmm. Or I know you guys are going to hate me, but I might say a ZL one Camaro. Faster I would to rather, 60 I would than rather, a Hellcat, and it can go around a turn. I'd rather do a, a C7 if I was going to go that route. If C7's was, if also an If I was going to go choice. Camaro or that kind of sports car route, and you didn't want to do like the 350 or a Hellcat, because I'd rather have a Hellcat as well. Just for – the Hellcat is slower in that it can't hook up at all, but that's what I love about it. The Hellcat's just funny. Like there's like there's no humor in the Camaro. It's, yeah, it's just it's a good car. Funny. Also same with the Mustang. It's just a good car. But the the Hellcat's just funny. Like there's just like you get in it and you would just smile every the, time. The styling, it's just like <laughs> the styling on the, <sighs> the, the ZL one too is yeah. Or an M two competition. Yeah. M two competition. M two competition. Sweet choice. Except I hate kidney grills. I think the competition. Well, you don't have to look at it. It's true. I just want to. I don't have to look at you. There's so many sweet two door (laughs) sports cars right now. It's great. I know. Yes. Like we're in the car in the car world right now. Cars. We we have some like really high highs and really low lows at the same point. It's true. Which is perhaps I you know the other personalities out there are right in thinking that with the advent of you know electric and self driving. And crossover e vehicles that uh, there will be just kind of more of a divide between cars like that and enthusiast produced mm-hmm. cars. And the enthusiast oh, yeah. produced Big cars, time. like the ones that we love, are just going to get sharper, uh, more raw, like faster uh, manual transmissions. I don't know if you guys read, but the new Cayman. Yes. Uh, the Porsche Cayman is going to have the flat H6 engine. Nice. And I think. If I read the read it correctly, you might only be able to get that with a manual. Only with the manual? I was going to say the, for the six por- cylinder por- one. Porsche is very. They're not even. I, don't, I wouldn't even say they're doing it slowly. Porsche is getting rid of manuals, like they just are. Like a lot of the Porsches are going uh, automatic only with their dual clutch because uh, it's so good, and and also it's just like. More people are buying. Yeah, but mass. Porsche actually listens to enthusiasts yeah. at the same. <laughs> I really, our only hope is is. Uh, um, wow, I can't think of who they are right now, but we love them. Who the James Bond car? Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Aston Martin's like, we will be the last company to make a manual. I promise. And I'm like, I love you. Your cars are kind of crap. They're the most beautiful thing on earth, but they're kind of crap. They are not <laughs> crap. They're... You take that back. I'm telling the queen. <laughs> they devalue the he's, most he's of any car a, on the planet. <laughs> God. They're so pretty though, and they sound good. I've seen a DB9. Oh, they sound so good. I've seen. I knew someone who had a DB9, and it's like, oh. Yeah, a DB9 is just yeah. a thing of beauty. It's it's just proof that you could do one of those. One, both of you, you could you could have used yes. like V12 Vantage or F-Type Jag. Ooh. Oh, yes. F-Type Jag. That's a good answer. And F-Type, actually, I would go F-Type Jag because it would be similar to my Miata in that I could get a convertible. Yeah. Just a little bigger, a little more horsepower, and then just that sound. Wee. Jag. The that's F-Type the Jag is, is proof that that uh, yeah. That God exists and wants car God enthusiasts exists. to be happy. Yeah. yeah. One thing I want to talk about because I've been watching a lot of videos and you guys are going to both moan at me because it's another Ford thing. But that's just what shows up in my news Does feed. he work for Ford? I know. I, I wish. So. He's a plant. Yeah. Um, lots of people are kind of now, people have their hands on 500s now. Like people are getting over 5,000 miles with them. It's kind of like the thing I've been noticing on YouTube is a lot of people are like doing you know, 5,000 mile updates on the car and people are, you know, drag racing them against Hellcats and, and, you know, the Camaro, uh, the high horsepower Camaros and the Ford is just crushing all of them. Just like, it's not even a competition. Like it, it's just like, especially when you do like a, like I watched a video this morning of people running drag races against the, it was a wide body red eye. So that's almost 800 horsepower Hellcat. Uh-huh. Like, which is about the same price as the Shelby and then the ZR1 Camaro, which was significantly less horsepower than those two cars, but it's still a great car. Mm. Um, 
it wasn't even it wasn't even close. Like it was just like it would be like two different it would be like if you raced a golf cart versus a four by one car. Like it was just brutal. And it's just like it's good. And everyone's like, this is a good car, which is spectacular, I think. And it's not what it sounded like it was gonna be, which was everyone's like it's just another Hellcat. Like, Ford's yeah. made a Hellcat. It's got a stupid amount of horsepower. It's going to go fast in a straight line. And now that people have had it, they're like, this might be better on the track than the 350, is what people are saying. Like, this is just Ooh. a better 350. It's like, what? <laughs> Which is crazy. That is. That's God, That's a feat of engineering yeah, in it its is. own way. It's an incredible car. And everyone was, like, upset about the price of it. Like, oh, $20,000 for the carbon fiber. Like, this is crazy. And the $10,000 for the stripes is still stupid. But <laughs> but even then, if you option everything on it, it's about $100,000. And it's just about a 1,000 times better than every other $100,000 sports car right now. Except for the C8. <clears throat> That's yeah. true. Well, we, we just don't but know. That's, yeah, no one has C8s right now. And we haven't driven one yet. Yeah. People wanting to get paid better and stuff have, you know, health care. <laughs> how, yeah, how, how dare those those protesters ruin our yeah. C8? Yeah. So they should just take a page from Tesla's book and just say, F everybody, we're manufacturing in China. Yeah, really. No, the China just manufacturing is just for China. So. Yeah, because they just it just came out Plus today. Plus GM have, does that with Buick anyway. Yeah, yeah. Tesla just put out a new rendering of a Chinese-only vehicle that they're going to be making. Yeah. So. I'm sure it looks like a bar of soap with wheels. <laughs> That's an accurate description. Ouch. So. Yeah. Jeff- it's better than, let's just say this, it's better than the Cybertruck. Let's just say that much. Oh, God. Hey, at least the Bronco is oh. going to look better than a Cybertruck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Yeah. You know, Cybertruck's a triangle. I discriminate against triangles. I like squares. <laughs> I need my box. I need, I, yeah, I we're like, like ripping on the Cybertruck, yeah. but then it's like, no one complains about how the regular looks. It's no, just no. a square box. It's okay. Boxes with wheels <laughs> yeah. are acceptable, but it's triangle true. with wheels. Yeah. It's like this truck. What kind of sexual I, deviant I, came up with I that idea? I literally never thought of that. I was like, because the Cybertruck is so polarizing, but when you just put it down to what shape it is, you're like... Yeah, it's a triangle, and, and, and like we, a lot of it's us just drive like a para- boxes. It's like a what's a boxes parallelogram? Are more usable, Three D parallelogram. Yeah, it's that whatever that is called. I don't know. I failed geometry. Yeah, so that, not good at or the trigonometry math. or whatever. Like a it is. trapezoid, maybe. Yeah, but a three D version. Sides. Yeah, but two triangles put together. Trapezoid. This is my thing. Okay, I am not a fan of harsh, harsh lines. Except, well, you're a Porsche guy, so you like you like them curvy. Yeah, I mean, Hourglass I mean, I liked Lamborghini in the '90s and '80s because of they had very like that is it's still harsh lines, but they were they were soft it is an harsh in- lines. Interesting, soft harsh, which is a yeah. interesting thing to say Parts because because the Cybertruck, I would say, is harsh lines are pretty equivalent to the Lamborghinis, <sighs> but it's a good example of doing it right, and doing, doing it wrong. wrong. Yeah, because exactly. the Aventador and the Huracan. Yes look amazing but right. boy are they pretty angular yeah. yes they are very but and then as you put it like if you put one next to a cyber truck you'd be like hey those are kind of similar but the cyber truck still looks like shit well oh, it's it, it just <laughs> to I, me to me the cyber truck just looks like it's half done it's like not like i agree yeah. you know it just doesn't look finished on the outside the or in like every other tesla on the inside on the well. inside yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like whoops we're just gonna throw a big screen there and then uh, that's that's the thing i out. hate that's the thing i hated about the amg that we had yeah. was they just had the bolt-on iPad yeah. in the center console. I'm like, just spend... That's why I like the Huracan looks really... Or not... I mean, the uh, the Tacon, the Porsche yeah. Tacon, their yeah. new electric car. Mm. At least they took the time and integrated the screens Screen, into yeah. their thing. The Audis, Audis all look really nice because they integrate the screens into the car. Yeah. And then, like, like Tesla's, I think, would look so much nicer if they just integrated the screen into the car. Just take a little Instead bit Instead of just, like, yeah. literally bolted it on. I was like, yeah. it's, I get that that probably saved you, like, $500 a car, but it's, it's like, just charge me. Like, it's one of those things, like, just charge me. Mm. Like, the world would be better yeah. if you just charge me. Just charge yep. me. Yep. It's like, I don't want you to save me money as a consumer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll make that decision. If the $500 extra is too much, then I won't pay for it. We should uh, we should come up with, like, a high-end buttons and knob kit for, like, Ooh, Fiat Chrysler like <laughs> vehicles. And then just, like, 
You know that's a offer, thing, right? Offer like an interior swap for your Tesla. You, you know that's a thing, right? Is it really high-end yeah. buttons and stuff? Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, no tactile oh. stuff. Like yeah. it's it's huge. You can like yeah. you can like replace all your buttons and switches in like yeah. your F one fifty with like yeah. like aluminum. Oh my god, so aluminum or titanium. Yeah, you can do that. It's a thing. And you can also some of them I've seen you can change depending on what vehicle and all this other stuff. But you can change like some of them. Like I have problems with like the tactile feel of things. Like mm-hmm. if it doesn't give me like going. Like if you spin something that doesn't yeah, click, it doesn't have a click. It's so weird when it doesn't. You can actually get a replacement for most of your most vehicles. I think there's some that you know. Obviously, if they're newer, they. Mm-hmm. But you can get for most of them. You can get like a nice aluminum dial and like have a. Click I really dislike anything that like I'm gonna. I dislike knobs that oh. that spin infinitely. I don't like Ooh. those. Like, especially when it's like air conditioning or sound. Mm. It's like, oh yeah. But there's, oh, okay. a, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. hard limit yeah. that you set me. But you, I can spin this knob the whole way. I like when I can spin it without looking and go. I'm at the max. Yeah. I'm at the. I'm off. I'm on. Like when it can just spin, which I think the RAM that we have right now, I believe it does that. The, yeah. I think the volume knobs. Well, it will um, say, it will case, say max they, and then you can continue to spin it. Yeah, yeah. You can spin it, but it does nothing. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I, I just want like a stop. Like you've hit it. I wish they'd actually put a stop in the middle. You're in the middle. And like, that's like, that's why I like the Tacomas. Cause it's just like, it's just, it just feels better than the, the kind of more digital feeling infinite scrolling knob like listen i'm fine if you give me an infinite scroller if like either there's just so much scrolling that you have to or it right. is an infinite scroll situation well yeah and that's my thing but is- when you're like hey there's only 10 levels of air conditioning but we're going to give you this knob that can spin forever it's yeah. like just put 10 clicks see that's the <laughs> thing we don't need infinity when you, knobs. When, when you have uh, knobs or dials or anything that does multi-functions you have to have that infinite mm-hmm. stuff because yeah. you don't have a defined but i agree with you like if it's one thing and you're just talking about temperature or you know fan speed or whatever like those ones you need to have us not because why i like that is like you could be like looking away and but now you can now you can just say hey we were full full air Mm -hmm. yeah so like i said we have a ram right now they just dropped it off today it's exciting it's gorgeous and i was talking in the car that with me buying a power wagon soon I've been deciding on whether I do the big 12-inch touchscreen or just the 8-inch. And it's the more I'm thinking about it and just talking like I hate the infinite scroll. And the one thing I hated when we were sitting in it today was to do your air conditioning without using the touchscreen. They just gave you up and down arrows that are perfectly flush to the screen. Oh, yeah. And it's like, so you have to, there's no way to find those without looking, Mm -hmm. which is stupid. So I'm like... I'm, I think at this point, I'm probably about 95% sure I'm getting the 8-inch screen. Because it's just like, I just want the buttons. Like, and as pretty as that 12-inch screen is, it's so pretty. It makes that interior feel so much nicer. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's just stupidly complicated. It's not even complicated. It's a great UI. The Uconnect is awesome. Like, it, yeah. you could put the Uconnect in a Ferrari, and you'd be like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, it is, it is one of the nicest dashboards you can get in a car. But it's just like I don't want to dig around. I don't want to. I don't want to take my eyes off the road right. to turn my heated seat, seats on, to turn my yeah. heated steering wheel on. I and and because they did those flush bu- buttons for your air conditioning and your fan speed, mm-hmm. I you still have to look because they're not tactile. They're not intuitive. In any way. Yeah. yeah, they're like so you. Did, I mean, obviously, it's pretty easy to train your brain to like just like know where the button is. Like that's not a big ask. That's right. something you can that's how we all type. No one looks at their keyboard and types and if they do they're you know, there's issues there. <laughs> like we can all type on a keyboard without looking. And keyboards don't really have a tactile like I know where I am. It's a lot of it is just muscle memory mm-hmm. based on the size of the keyboard. So yeah. it's so you could get I guarantee that happens in those trucks. You'll just be like, I know if I put my hand here, I can do the temperature. But you can't get that of a touch screen. There's just right. no way. You have to look at a touch screen to do it. And I think that's it's super dangerous. Well, I think that's one of the challenges uh, facing car companies now because they want to be tech focused and yeah. futuristic but a lot because of tech, it's sexy yeah. but a lot of tech focused stuff functional. isn't safe it's not safe and it's not functional i guess you could argue you could use the voice commands for stuff but even everyone it, hates those I, I, I don't think i've heard a single car manufacturer have a successful voice operated like my ford my f-150 has it mm-hmm. and it's actually not terrible 
But it's like I don't I don't I don't know why I use it because in in my car's case I have a bunch of buttons and it's great. Like I love it. So it's like everything I can do with the voice command is very easy for me to do with my hands mm-hmm. safely. What but, about motion commands? How do you feel about those? I've never tried one in a car. Yeah. I think they're pretty silly. I've heard some people like I think BMW has it. Yeah, and some of the BMW some, yeah. ones are not bad. Like the volume, you can go like yeah, this. Yeah, you can like put your hand in front of the center console and spin yeah, it, yeah. and it'll volume up. Yeah. Super stupid. Just put a volume knob on your on your steering wheel. Get out of my way. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I think that they might be cool voice, sometimes. Voice commands and motion commands, I would only want in a car if it was literally something I couldn't do while I'm driving. Like, it's like, you cannot do this function if you're driving kind of deal. Like, like it's like... If there was a button that was too far away, the yeah. reach or... Well, I would like, like, if you have... So, like, cars now, the heads-up display. Like, I would want to be able to, like, bring up the heads-up display and bring down the heads-up display with the motion yeah. control. And, like, that makes sense. Very, very seldom things would I do. Like, maybe even, like, turn off, like, the, the display. Like, that's another thing that I've been slowly doing is turning off my center of display just because, like... I get distracted sometimes by it or I'll just leave it on just a blank screen or mm-hmm. like the, like a simple screen that they have, not like either through nav or something else. Just yeah. Because. One of the, one of the things I'm bummed out about buying a truck, I mean specifically the power wagon, but just a truck in general is trucks are catching up. Like their interiors have caught up to most cars. I still think they're lacking on kind of the fun technology. Like, or not even fun technology, but like like a heads-up display. There isn't a single truck in the industry that has a heads-up display currently. And that's something I would really like. Because yeah, I've test-driven be a few cars with yeah. a heads-up. They're nice. They're yeah. great. They're really useful. They actually feel, again, safer. Where it's like you don't have to look down to see your speed. It's right in front of you. Just look straight yeah. and you'll be good. It has to be, so, it has to be a little, limited number of yeah. things. And, and, and there's obviously, I think there's a couple companies that have gone too far. I think there's a couple BMWs where the heads-up display is like your entire windows. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't see. <laughs> it's been a complaint about a couple cars. So it's like there's obviously a give and take. Yeah, but yeah. So real quick, you're actually incorrect. The and Raptor so, got one? No, the, uh, the Silverado. Silverado's got one? The has new Silverado? Display, okay. Yeah. I'm not Ooh, buying burn a on the Ford. I'm not buying a Silverado. <laughs> what? <laughs> Period. But uh, yeah, but yeah. but I mean, but that's the only one, and it's I wouldn't be and surprised. I think Ford has one, but no, I've I've, I've driven a new Ford. And they, none of them have them. I wouldn't be surprised if the new new Fords with the 2021 F1s that are getting redone mm, right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be do. surprised if I mean they're putting like a 15 inch monitor. Yeah, as, oh, that's in ridiculous. A, it's huge. So I, I would assume the new F1s are going to have them. Um, are they going with digital displays? Yeah, so oh. the smallest screen you'll be able to get is an 8-inch, which is their biggest screen currently. Right. Um, and then you can do a 12-inch, which will equal to what the RAM has, and then they're offering a 15-inch as well, which I don't even know how that's going to work. Like, that's huge. That's going to be, like, angled, and it's going to be the entire center console. Dude, that's, like, big enough. It's aggressive. If you watch OCN drives on that, that's, like, big enough to see our crotch cam. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that while I'm driving. It's so, it's so, it's, it, that one's going to be really weird, the 15-inch. Even the, the, the one thing that's always been weird to me about touchscreens and trucks is that touchscreens are not work truck friendly at all no. like a lot of people and it's it's one of the it's actually one of the reasons they're still center the 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 shifters on the wheels and stuff right and why buttons and trucks are so big is because a lot of trucks are still made for people who wear gloves yes mm-hmm. thank you and and it's people who wear gloves for work or i mean some people just wear gloves when they drive mm-hmm. um and that's why trucks for a long time are all built to be usable even like when you get in like one of the nicer Fords that take the shifter and put it down mm-hmm. in the middle, they're still huge. Like they're massive because yeah. they're designed for you to work them with gloves. So, <clears throat> so yeah. So, so going to Ford with a 15 inch screen, like, yes, that's going to be really nice and luxurious, but it's like, I mean, this is useless for my gloves. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know. Trucks are just getting nicer. We have that Laramie Longhorn right now. <sighs> Holy crap. Is it nice? It's like, yeah. It's it's just it's like, like Mercedes that wood, toes. Yeah, there's wood there's wood in it, the, the beautiful brown leather. It's all patterned as well. They have stitchings of like longhorns in it. It's like it's just gorgeous. 
It's about as American as sitting in like a baseball glove. Yeah, it's it awesome. Is. It is a, such a nice truck. It's got Ram boxes. Sure, just like we know how you feel about Ram boxes, gets, Alex. Gets me, gets me going. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. There's, it's just, it's. I love where trucks are going. I love that trucks are awesome right now. I love that mid-sized trucks are awesome. Yeah, I was right gonna now. say I love that mid-sized trucks are making a comeback. We'll see how that pans out in the long run with you know gas being an issue, but because <laughs> we because yeah, no. our Laramie today has the. 6.4 liter. No, is it a 5.7 liter V8 Hemi? Which that. is great. It's fine. But it's terrible gas mileage. Oh, gas is cheap right now. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Is, is an issue. <laughs> but it's Coming like, from the guy who's going to buy a power wagon, too. Oh, yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Although my big V8 is more efficient than your small V8. So. Um, my, the, my, my, my current F1 is so old and is just a regular V6 that it gets worse gas mileage than the, the new ones. And when I I discovered recently that I fit in Forerunners, which has been a kind of a mental ba- battle for me because I always kind of wanted to downsize from the F1. Um, and I test drove a Forerunner and I loved it. But one of the big things of why I'm sticking with the Power Wagon is the Power Wagon gets better gas mileage. Get bit, yeah, I because it. the Forerunner is so old. Yep. Do something about it. Toyota's not going to. It's a. It's still a five-speed. They haven't even given it the six-speed oh that the, the Tacoma has. It's <clears throat> brutal. Welcome to Toyota. You'd get like two extra miles per gallon if they just put a six-gear in. <laughs> like it's so lazy. That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. your new Tahoe. Yeah. Taco. Sorry. Taco. Sorry. But I love. I love trucks. I was trying to put Taco and uh, Toyota together, but if I if I, if I crashed my my F one today though and wasn't getting a power wagon, yeah, that'd be a tough question. What I'd get based on what I could afford, it I would probably it would also depend on the year. Like if I crashed it today, I don't think I could just go get a GT three fifty because I have to make it through winter. <laughs> that car's not going to be safe on the streets. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's an easy pick. Yeah. But if I was to go sports car instead of uh, really? truck, you would go which is what I would taco do, right away. That, that would be my two options. I'm either getting the power wagon or I'm getting a stupid sports car. It'd be tough to pick like because I'd want to drive it year-round, which eliminates a lot of cars. Like lots. I mean, lots of people do. I see people drive Mustangs every day when there's six feet of snow on the ground. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like... Yeah. yeah. And, and I've, I've, actually, tires, I've actually watched a lot of videos of people who daily drive... 350s in the winter mm-hmm. and they're like because the tires are so wide on it that as long as you get really nice winter tires you're kind of fine yeah like oh, as yeah. long as you don't like put the pedal to the floor <laughs> like right. you're gonna yeah. die yeah. if you do yeah but like if you just drive it like a regular person and you have winter tires the tires are just so wide on that car that it's like pretty good the problem is if you but get in that you don't want to drive like a regular person true and it's also <laughs> a big issue i've seen is a lot of the sports cars are so low that if you do live in a heavily snowed state that's actually a problem like it, it just is a problem it's not terrible it's not there's definitely times when it has been I mean, when I have to use four wheel drive to get out of my neighborhood in an F one fifty, like I'm not, I'm not getting out of my neighborhood in a GT three fifty. It's not happening. <laughs> so, Alex, if you go ahead and get that GT three fifty, I'm going to volunteer Josh to come pick you up if it's yeah. if it's a blizzard. There we go. You're Got on, it. you're you're on. I'm on the way, right? That's pretty close. That's close enough. Loman could come. Get we're in me. the we're in the same state. Yeah, doesn't matter. Same direction. So. Same direction. Yeah. So go but, ahead and get that three fifty. I do. Man. I love I love the three fifty a lot. I love the Hellcat a lot, but they're just, they're just silly and they're not they're not yeah they're honestly the used ones knew they are very expensive like you can get a Hellcat for like a hundred thousand now like the red eye Hellcats with the eight hundred horsepower um, but I think that's rightfully so but like a used like two thousand fifteen which was like the first gen Hellcat they're with like thirty thousand miles on them you can get them for like under forty now which is great. <sighs> Like that's that's pretty cheap for what it is, which is a suicide True. machine. <laughs> Although that is a hard thirty thousand miles. That is. That's that's what has concerned me about buying a used sports car, especially one with like a supercharger on it. Is just like God, who the person who drove this before me? Did they just beat the crap out of it? Like just beat the living? Yes, crap because out of that's it? what you're gonna do with yeah, it when you exactly. buy it. Exactly. So, so it's like, ugh, like I get why they devalue so much, <laughs> or like why. 
the mystery of why the AMG wagon does not hold its value at all. Right. You can find an, a brand new 2019 one with zero miles on it, and somehow it's devalued like 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> it's never left a show floor, and somehow it's lost like 10 grand. But see, that's also the good thing. No, about it's great, great for, for us. us yeah. But also, that's why I think one of, another car I would consider picking up if the Miata happened to be in a kind of a tragic incident would be like maybe an old uh older e550 yeah. e-class with the you v8 do, twin turbo do, v8 could do the amg a45 i could do the amg the, but the I th- super the super hatch i could do that or i think i might just stick with the regular e550 bends because um and then just throw a that's tune like, on it that's what like your grandfather drives exactly <laughs> that's who i wanted to be driving you it before be, me you want to be and then i'm gonna man. put a tune on it I'm gonna. Re- I am an old man. Buy a bunch I, of buy I, a bunch of Brabus parts. I am. I am as old. I'm an old man trapped in a young man's body. If I could have it my way, I. I, I was actually gonna say when you were saying when you were thinking about. If I'm you the only one who drives Miata, a, a manual right now, that's so true. that's the oldest technology. Yeah, but I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if you went old. Like if you got like oh a, yeah, like and be like, Miata. Like no, I'm not even Miata. I was just like old kind of classic car. 1963 Ford MG. Oh, I'm definitely going MG. Like a, I need help in that department. <laughs> like a, no, I was thinking like like. I wouldn't be surprised if you were like in an old Firebird or an old Camaro or an old Mustang. It's true. Yeah, Ooh. something like that. Like T-tops. that. That, I, that that would T-tops. fit fit who you are so perfectly. T-tops. Well, thank you. Oh. And it would be sweet. Thank you. I'll Ooh. just start working on my mullet again. Yeah, if that's the case. No, I think I'd, I'd, I'll go MG or uh, old Fiat One Two Four Spider or old Alfa Romeo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, old no. Alfa. You'd oh, have a lot of fun in the like a BRZ. Which would be, it would be Miata-ish very much. Yeah. But like a BRZ, you want that convertible top, though. Yeah, I, I like that. Honestly, once you've experienced front engine, manual transmission, rear-wheel drive, and top-down, mm-hmm. and um, what our <clears throat> um, associates think of top-down cars, uh, it's hard to go back. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's nice. sublime. Yeah. It's hard. It's uh, Alex, I... I can't do it. it I'm too it tall. Hurts, it hurts my heart that you can't own a Miata. Yeah. I would absolutely... But, I would trade my motorcycle in for a Miata right now, if I could. Yeah, 100%. Because the Miata is so fun. And it's just like... one of the Yeah, things, but you have the well, ultimate top-down in a motorcycle. I know, but it's too, it's too ultimate. Because I can't ride it right now because it's 4 degrees in the morning. Which is miserable. Yeah. Jeff could still drive... Yeah. Jeff could still drive the Miata in 24 degree weather, and he's fine. Jeff could drive the Miata with the top down at 24, and he'll be kind of uncomfortable. That's I, it. I, I yeah. do admit to doing that's, that. That's yeah. my biggest issue. I Windows lo- up, heat, full blast. I absolutely love uh, my motorcycle, I hate that and I will idea. forever own a motorcycle in my life, but, like, God, it sucks to, like, have to drive my Okay, story about, story about <laughs> so convertibles boring. with top down and, and being cold. Uh I've gone on a couple of vacations, and my father loves to uh, rent uh, convertibles. So we were in Oregon, and we were going to my cousin's wedding, and he rented a convertible. And uh, it was nice because we were in, you know, basically sea level. And then we drove up about probably 4,000 feet, and it started snowing. And he kept the top down, and my body was <laughs> confused because it was like... Blowing hot air, and then the back of my body was I can't, frozen. I, can, I can't tell if you're trying to tell a story about how convertibles are weird in that situation, or just how kind of crappy your dad is. Hey, I'm sure his dad is a fine human being. Yeah. He, he's, he's a great he's human being. He just has some of the course. back. But I, I had like the back of my hair had like icicles on it because the front <laughs> had snow that had melted because of the, <laughs> the heat, and then the back it was so cold it froze. I've a lot so of I think the, that's a new type of mullet. Yeah, it's a new style. Actually, ice castle in the back. I think if Stylish. anything, that's not a new type of mullet because that sounds exactly what rednecks do: is drive convertibles <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> oh, gosh. And on that note, <laughs> yeah. but uh, a lot of the convertibles are getting cool technology. A lot of the high-end ones are doing. Uh, I think they're just calling them uh, air scarves, um, where they have a heater right on. It sits in between your seat and the, mm-hmm. the headrest, and it's a heater now, and that's like 
people say that changes oh, convertibles yeah. totally. That would change my mullet right away. Yeah. That would get rid of my icicles. <laughs> of so I've seen, I've seen those in Beamers and Mercedes now. Yeah. Um, they look hideous. In the Z4? But, uh, or in the six, ones. six yeah. or eight, yeah, yeah. It's it's well definitely one of a uh, next scarf or whatever they're calling it. Um, I think is only really being found in like super high end ones. Mm. They haven't trickled down. It's not it's not exactly a amazing piece of technology, <laughs> right? <It's>, yeah, <laughs> we're blowing hot air at your neck. Like let's calm down. But right now, I think it's pretty much only found in like eighty thousand dollar cars. Yeah, our the yeah. Laramie we have has heating and cooled seats in the back. In yeah, the that's back. crazy. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. put grill marks. It on is your a ass. it is they, a base. So that truck with no options that's was fifty four thousand dollars, and our truck has been optioned up to <laughs> we have 70, seventy. It was like seventy two. It was that truck no options is fifty four, and it's been optioned up to seventy two. So. Twenty thousand dollar options. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Also, God bless America for giving us that many options. I know, right? If this is a nation made, of choice, if this was Soviet Russia, we would just be paid for seventy thousand no options. <laughs> yeah. We would only yeah. have heated seats up front with yeah. some sort of proletariat scum. Exactly. The rap the Raptor I test drove. You just recently, have vodka in the back. That's your warming. The, the, ra- the Raptor I test drove recently had heated and cool in the back too. Did it? Yeah. I don't like my passengers that much. I don't need that. It's true. Yeah, me neither. Again, I really, I don't have enough friends. I actually for think I should just go two seater. So. I don't like my friends. Yeah. yeah, you. I'm talking to you. I don't like you. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I'm talking to him. Okay. Exactly. Hey, I'm but, I love. I love. I just love that technology. And we've been talking about how we like and dislike certain parts of technology. I, I love that all cars across the board are just getting nicer. Like, it's like, there's, I, f- I feel like the collection of like, I feel like the speed at which the R and D is happening is a lot faster than I, where it was. I also think car companies are just more willing to put that in. I mean, obviously cars are getting more expensive because of this. Yeah. But prior to 2008, like it still was a long time for R and D for cars to get yeah. through all that stuff. And, and after all that debacle, um, I feel like the car companies are finally starting to get to where it's now like a year and a half to three years. And even some of them are even a little bit faster than that mm-hmm. from actual R&D to getting implemented, which allows for technology to come into those things. And yeah, get but that's also a problem, so though, too, because like Agreed. if you look at uh, if you look at your iPhone, yeah, cars like are how ge- quickly does your iPhone become obsolete and how quickly does the battery just become shit? Oh, I agree. So if I was ever going to buy a test. Uh, that's why I've never buy used Tesla. But cars are oh, I wouldn't. Either. Oh, also, but cars are in a cool spot. Whereas it's interesting to compare them to technology because uh, when I was looking at Audis at one point, they were telling me that the majority of the Audis business is now leases because Audi is pushing technology yep. so much harder yep. than most other companies yeah. that people just want to lease because they just want a new Audi every year because it's like an iPhone. But the interesting thing is, is that as long as you're not doing an electric car. The engines and the chassis and all the suspension and stuff, that stuff is so good now. It's true. Which has been a difference because in the Especially past in the past cars were pretty much designed to fail because they wanted you to buy more cars. But companies finally figured out that if they just build cars to be basically indestructible unless you crash them. If you just drive a car and you do all of its maintenance, like Josh's truck can go and like freaking million miles <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah but like, that doesn't count because that's always are you gonna get always there? been able to no but even even cars yes. that don't but like have, a dodge dart still yeah. will go two hundred thousand yeah, miles if you take care almost of it. almost every toyota and honda as long as you take care of it it's gonna last longer than you are gonna last probably that's gonna be Ooh. what 10 plus years <laughs> yeah at least it depends on um, what do you mean by yeah, how you, long we're going to last. You think he's going to do 100,000 miles a year to if he did 10 years? <laughs> to... No, I said easily 10 plus Josh, years. I don't want to be rude to you. You will be dead before your Tacoma is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as long as you take care of it. Like It's a depressing part of life, but your Tacoma's... You, you've, bought, uh, you've bought the equivalent of like... A macaw, you know, birds that live for freaking ever. It's true. It's Whoa, like, going it's gonna with a rare bird yeah. reference in here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's just like 
I don't want this money in my pockets anymore, Trim. That's <laughs> what the TRD Pro is. Like, this this money's burning a hole in my pockets. <laughs> my holes, <laughs> holes in my pockets. It's like... Yeah. Oh. Well, one thing's for certain. We are great at spending money. I think that... Uh, I think we're out of time, boys. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you enjoyed the podcast, again, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Ring the bell to get notified of our latest videos. You have the option to be notified on occasional videos or all of them. Please select all of them. It's what helps us get through the day. Uh, if you're on your phone, make sure you go into your settings and switch on notifications. Uh, just want to say thanks to Josh, actually. As much as we like to poke fun at him, he does do a great job. Uh, twisting those knobs and keeping us on the air. Fiat Chrysler Automobile for letting us get behind the wheel of some of their new cars, including this new Ram Longhorn Laramie, which we'll be talking more about in the future, and that Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quadrifoglio, which we had. We still need to talk about that. And ourcommunitynow.com, where you can read more on our thoughts on cars, culture, food, and more. They're the ones that make this all possible. Uh, they let us spit into these mics at least once a month or once a week, and uh, couldn't be happier with that. Um, yeah. One last thing, Instagram. Can't forget yes. the Instagram. OCN Drives. Um, follow us on OCN or follow us on Instagram at OCN Drives, uh, where you can find you know, car memes, car news, mainly Graham's thoughts, which uh, can be kind of dark and twisted, yes. but yeah. I like it. And uh, I think we're gonna call it good. I'm your host Jeff Herbert. Thanks for listening to another episode of OCN Drives. Peace. This has been OCN Drives, brought to you by Our Community Now. Please visit us at ourcommunitynow.com and check out them socials.